You're listening to Jar Talk. Where the questions come out of a jar. But our answers come straight out of our ass. Let's pop this. Oh, I got a fart. Let it out. Let it out, dude. <laughs> do it right into the microphone. You're listening to Fart Talk. Late. <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead. Do it right into the microphone. It's done. It's already in the oh. world now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thank you for I, your contribution. Adam. <laughs> guess yeah. who's gas. Oh, guess oh. who's gas. <laughs> Should See, we steal that from the Woody show and put it no, on our No, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. For some reason, someone farting in public is super funny. But when you, but when you do a show where you say, oh, who's guest is this? It's not funny to me. Yeah. It, there's like a certain, there's a certain way to present things, to make them funny or not. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, I can tell you. I'm sorry. Give me a second. <laughs> you, you, you got him. You got him. <laughs> What's so funny? I didn't even say anything that great. I can, I can just see you, like, me farting on the podcast and be like, Rui, knock it off. And then in public, you just laughing like just a little schoolgirl over the littlest fart. <laughs> you did it in public. Oh my god, you did it in public. Like that's what makes the difference. It's uh it's kind of like yeah, it's kind of like uh when you're writing comedy some things just aren't funny unless it's in the right um I, I got a funny I got I got something I got to say. We should tack on a fun fact a funny fact about us. On like random episodes, like after an advertisement, we just have like fun fact. <laughs> uh, this is Rui. Uh, sometimes at work, I'll fart, and then when people walk towards me when I thought I was really cool and I farted in a corner, uh, I'll tell them just stop because I, <laughs> <laughs> I hate people like you. <laughs> I would be so mad if you did that to me. I what? hate no. that. No, no, no. I, it's a, I'm oh. being courteous. Oh, I thought you meant like stop in my cloud so you can <laughs> no. suck no. it in. No, no, no. Like I'll be somewhere and I'll be like, oh, this is a good spot. I'm going to fart right here. And I'll do it. And then somebody come rushing around the corner. Hey, Rue, I got it. And I'll just go stop. And they'll go, what? And I go, I farted. I just don't want you in my cloud. <laughs> and they're just like, what? And I'm just like. Yeah, I think it's gone. You That's can good. Down. That's good, though. I appreciate that. I do it but, all the time at work. <laughs> but I would, um, like, I, I, I get weird. Like, I have to be around certain people to do that kind of humor. You know, I, would, I, I wouldn't do that with everybody. And I feel like you, Rui, are the same with everyone that you meet. Yeah. But me, me and Adam, we have our different um, faces we put on. I would never make a joke about that in front of like my mom. Yeah. Well, see, I and this is my my total backing to this. So, my backing is if I fart and I'm out in public and I like let's say or not I'm like out in public at work and yeah. I fart and I'm like okay oh my god my stomach's ripping I I can't get to the re like run to the restroom to go blow air you know what I mean so I'm I'll look for a corner and I'll be like you know I'll just kind <laughs> like of I'll kind of <laughs> like a cat or like a small child. <laughs> just like, and I'll just cruise all over there and be like, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, here it is. I, I found it. Just like <laughs> let it out real quick. And then some sometimes it happens where people come around the corner like, hey, I have a question for you. The last thing I want is for them to walk forward and be like, oh, what the? And like, then they don't want to embarrass me. So then now they're standing in it. And I know they can. And like, they're talking, <laughs> but I hear no words because all I know is, oh, my God, yeah. they completely smell this fart. They're trying to like blow it off, and I feel horrible because I know how bad it smells. And so but, then that's why I just feel like, what do I want? Them to walk away and go tell people, dude, you know what Rui did? He, he <laughs> farted, and then I sat there then smelling he, it, he, you know? Or is it better to just make this kind of fun joke and be like, hey, well, don't come over here. I farted. And they're just like, uh, uh, okay. And then like, there's a little chuckle. And so you're like, well, now I know they're not going to go run to everyone and say, dude, he farted. They're going to be like, oh, that was kind of funny and courteous that he just said, stop, I, I farted. Let's just so you're, be you're weighing, Yeah, you're weighing the embarrassment level. You're saying, yeah. like, I'd rather it's be like, embarrassed a little than embarrassed a, a it's, lot. It's like when somebody eats it, you can either act surprised and be like, oh, my God, what happened? And let people laugh at you. <laughs> or you can eat it and just embrace the pain and just start laughing and go, oh, my God, I look like a total fool. And then you have control of it. Versus giving it to other people. Yeah, that's 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 good. That's a tried and true like how you deal with. That's um, how I cope with things. Whenever I'm embarrassed, with. I start laughing and I make fun of myself because it's one, it's not that serious, and two, do you really want to give someone else that control when it it was your mistake, it was your accident that that's occurred? True. If I did it, then I want full ownership from beginning to end. I want no one to have that power, just me. Mm. I wish I was that strong. I mean, I, that takes a lot <laughs> From a young character. age, man, I was a clumsy kid. <laughs> it takes a lot of character and a lot of maturity to be able to do that. Like when I hurt myself or do something like that, um, I want everyone around me dead. Like don't, <laughs> don't, I don't want to interact with a single person at that moment. I just want, just kill me now. Yeah. Like that, I get that feeling only in severe pain. Like, when we first moved in this house, I still remember removing some wood planks that were on the walls and talking to my dad and turning my head and popping a plank and it shot right into my eye. Goo! And I mean, it cut, it didn't get the retina, but it cut the side and just grabbing my eye and there was like a box in the room and I, I kicked it across. And I mean, it was it was heavy. Yeah. I kicked it across the room. My dad's like, I'm, I'm, he will throw me out the window if I open my mouth. So I'm going to just stay quiet. <laughs> and so they'd like, and I'm just like, ah, ah, and I'm just like, like, it was almost like Dragon Ball Z. Ah, yeah. ah, ah. Yeah. And then just having like my wife coming in, what happened? And I'm grabbing my eye and she's like, oh my God, we have to go to the emergency room. Rushing <laughs> the emergency room dropping that dye in your eye and then black lighting it i'll find the photo we'll post it um, that sounds awful like a horror movie oh it is terrible god awful here i'll find it i'll send it to you guys right now so you can see it but it was the most excruciating pain i have and the worst part about it the fun fact if you guys didn't know this maybe adam does but i don't know if you know joey i'm actually blind in one eye so this board hit my good eye what Ugh. So when I went to the doctor, she was like, you are so lucky. I mean, the measurement is like a scientific measurement 
of like how close I was to scratching my retina. Like a nano nanometer or something yeah, it's like gonna, that. It was something nuts. She was just like, if this was shifted over just this much, you'd be blind right now. Oh, oh. oh my God. I had to wear an eye patch because walking and tr- if I even open my eye and wind hit it, it was the it was excruciating. So I had to wear an eye patch to protect wind from oh, okay. hitting it. Um, also, just because it was so engulfed, but I literally couldn't see at all. And like I'd go to work and I couldn't do anything. I could because the blind eye can only see like figures, but they're like very bl- like um, shadows. Okay. So I can make out that something's right here, but it's just a blob. It's like basically when I go to the doctors and I do the exam, I can only ever see E at the very top. That's okay. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Other than that, I don't see anything else. But the other eye can see the, the copyright down at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, how long did it take before you could see fine out of it and it didn't hurt anymore? How long did it take? I want to say it was about 10 days. So it scratched. Do you mean it scratched your cornea? Yes. Here, I'll, I'll find the. Okay. I'll find this photo. Because I've heard of people like getting cut. Um, cutting yeah, that part i had a friend that was in high school and she asked somebody to pass her a piece of paper yeah they f- went around and sw- like not swung it but it came around and she was right there and it slid on her eye and yep. cut her eye yep nope <laughs> i mean there's no there's no nerve endings in the cornea but it's still got to be i don't know for some reason it's still got to be super traumatic for your body oh it it was rough (laughs) yeah and it's those kind of situations that i like i think adam and i talked about this at one point where the worst thing you can do to someone when you come up to them is kind of like go oh are you hurt or oh yeah are you are you you okay yeah just shut up just get away from me right now the best thing you could someone could do is just like hey hey come on come with me come with me and like exactly a better situation that exactly right now just yeah, obviously, act, whatever try, pain they're in, right. it's not where they are is probably not the best. So just getting us somewhere else or yeah. scooping them up and picking them up and moving them is yeah. probably going to be a hundred times better than saying, okay, just jab me with like a, a sedative needle. Just yeah. like immediately put me down, put me out of my misery. <laughs> Here we go. You guys ready for this? I'll prepare myself. What the deuce? What so am I look looking at, it, at here? Click on it, <laughs> and you see that really light green? Yeah. That, that's the scratch and how far it goes. You see how it's almost right there to the retina? Wow. Wow. It was a wooden plank that was nailed to the wall, and it was one on top of the other, and when I was lifting the back one, it shot the front one into my eye. And, of course, what was Ashley saying prior to me doing this? Hey, babe, shouldn't you wear goggles? Oh God! <laughs> and oh I said, uh, "No, nah, I'm fine." It's like a home improvement episode. Yeah. Well, the doctor goes, "Why weren't you wearing goggles?" And I just got quiet. And she goes, "Yeah, babe, can you explain that? Why weren't you wearing goggles?" Oh my God! Why? And so it's just like <laughs> that's insult to injury in its purest form. The doctor read it, and she goes, "Let me guess. She told you. You said no. I'm fine. This is what happened." Yeah. And I was like, "Uh huh." She goes. What is up with guys in doing that? <laughs> I don't know. 
We just want to do work. We don't want to yeah. stop and do anything else before that. Yeah, dude. That is, that should be like, that looks like an album cover, this picture. <laughs> looks like a <laughs> night sky above there. Yeah, like, um, like called, Jefferson Airplane pores, or something. Because you could see all of them. It's like Stardust Pours right there. Exactly. That's the name of the band. Stardust Pours Stardust playing Pours. at Coachella this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see what kind of what kind of topics we got here. Pull one out. All right. Oh, here's a great one. Worst hangover. Uh huh. I'll go first. Okay. Easy. I don't have one. I want to hear this. <laughs> All right. I have been hungover many times. Let's just get that out there. Doesn't surprise me. Um, I have no halo, so I'm not going to act like I do. (laughs) Um, I don't recall. Was it a birthday? Maybe it was a birthday. I don't recall. Because you were hungover. I was just so (laughs) hammered. Um, I got super hammered. And my mom woke me up. And she's like, come on, we got to go. And I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) She's like, we have to go. And she just left, like walked out of the room. And this was back when I was still living with my parents. And I walk into her room and I'm like, where, where are we going? And I like <laughs> lay down on her bed, like <laughs> just trying to find another spot. And she just goes, I, do not come to me for any sympathy. I know what's going on. I know you're hungover. You promised you'd take me to chemo. So you need to take me to chemo. <laughs> so then oh, I was just like, no. oh, that's right. That was today. Oh, <laughs> so no. We go to the doctors for chemo and it was a different location than usual. I guess, I don't know if the other places just were packed and you know, you have to have chemo on certain days. So we were going to a different location and I kid you not, I think people felt bad for me in the waiting room because I think they thought I had cancer because I kept running to the bathroom to throw up. And I think they thought like, oh, he's having a bad reaction to chemo. Yeah, he's having treatment. Right? So I end up realizing, oh my God, like everybody's looking at me and they feel bad for me, but they don't know why. And so I decided I'm going to just walk around the property and just throw up in bushes as I walk around. (laughs) Gross. Okay, I did that. And I mean, I still remember it like yesterday because it was just so bad. I mean, so awful. Even to the point where when I went back into the waiting room and they said, hey, you can come in and sit with your mom. Yeah. She's almost done. Well, after the chemo, they, they give you IV, um, like saline. Yep. And I just kept staring at her bag like, like I want that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want your saline right now. <laughs> I am so dehydrated everything. And I didn't even talk to her. And I look at her and my mom was like, Oh, don't, don't look for me for sympathy. You, ah! you put it in your body. That's your deal. Oh my God. <laughs> like, and I mean, it was the, I mean, I was sweating. Like, I think I had like a form of alcohol poisoning. Maybe. <laughs> it sounds like it. My shirt was drenched. Um, I'm oh, surprised man. they didn't like admit you. I, you know, I, I had to play it off, man. <laughs> yeah. Not I'm fine. Be. I'm fine. And like, my biggest thing was, is, I'll be honest that I, my biggest fear that was you could maybe smell it on my pores because that sometimes happens Yep. the next day. If you drank too much, you kind of smell like a little bit like booze and the embarrassment that I'd be bestowing upon my mom, right. Who was all dressed up 
who always got dolled up whenever she got chemo. Yeah. And here comes her like slob of a son coming in, hung over. Yep. I amounted to nothing. She's over here conquering cancer. I'm over here conquering hangover. <laughs> first world problems over here. Yeah. When I when you first said that she came into your room and said we gotta go, I thought she was gonna bring you to rehab. Like like it had happened so many times that she said, Okay, it's time. all right adam um thank god i've never been hung over but what um at least uh, you know well yeah okay with the absinthe that was yeah so the um the couple two two stories well first of all (laughs) let's let's talk about my 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 bachelor night when you had to buy me a (laughs) a, a drink every time i passed by a bar (laughs) I, and I wanted to destroy your body, man. Hey, <laughs> <Ooh>, now. <laughs> uh, the night ended with uh, a drink called the Gorilla Fart. And yep. uh, that was oh, so gross. But, you know, I don't really, okay, so I don't really remember most of that night, but I saw a picture of, a, of us posing with some random chick in front of us who none of us know who she was. And I saw <laughs> Do you have that picture still? Let me take a look. I have it, and we'll we can upload it to uh, the Instagram. Really. Okay, perfect. Yes, perfect. So the uh, the listeners there, I do have it. Um, I don't know if I can still find it, but um, it's on my phone somewhere. And I st- I don't know who she is. No one knows who she is. She I probably remember. I remember that night. Yeah. Was it me and drag? It was it was <laughs> Joey. Yes, I know that we we kept flicking off the slot machine and winning. <laughs> and that became a ritual. And then we actually got a crowd. And they were just like, what are these guys doing? And we just kept flicking off the machine. What do you That's mean right. flicking off? To, for like us putting our middle finger on the glass on oh, okay. each slot of the of and the like slot machine. And we'd win we every time we did we it. Yeah. <laughs> and we were making so much noise that all these people came over. And they were just laughing at this ritual. But we, I think one of the, the guy who was playing ended up winning like over 100 bucks on like this oh, okay. slot machine. We were and flipping off put in like five bucks. <laughs> We were doing it to other people's, not just us, right? Yeah. And people were like that. They were fine with it. And they were like, it was like a winning thing. <laughs> I remember we were shouting so loud because they would win. Yeah. Like people were thinking, are they winning millions of dollars? <laughs> nope. No. We were dollars, but they, 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 they came in on the fun. Yeah. Um, well, Vegas was, was different. I did wake up with a, with a splitting headache. You're right. But that was because I was drinking absinthe and it wasn't hitting me. And I was like, give me more, give me more. And I went up to go get, get myself another drink and I sat down and you're like, where'd you go? And you're like, did you go get another drink? And I was like, no, no. And I stood up and that's when the room was spinning. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I've had my, my share. And so I when you learned that you can't have shots without letting it settle first, right? <laughs> yeah, because I thought it was going to hit you. And I was like, this isn't, nah, that's not how that works, bro. This isn't feeling anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I didn't wake up and, and was thrown up or anything, but the headache was, and I haven't done it since. So. Thanks, Rui, for giving me that over. I'm glad I can uh, take my alcoholism and pawn it off on you one day. Yeah, <laughs> spread, yeah spread the wealth. <laughs> spread the wealth. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't drink at all. Um, I rarely have any alcohol ever. Um, I think... And when you say rarely, then what, what would you drink? Um, it would be like if I'm in Vegas. Like a fate I'll, have, like I'll have a pina colada. Midori Vegas. I'll have a... I'll have a seven and seven. Oh, know, some, I like those, but it's been a while. I, I, I don't remember the last time I had a drink. So I don't really, not really into that kind of stuff. So therefore I've never been drunk 
ever in my whole really? life. You don't like the taste of alcohol or you don't like the, the fear of becoming drunk or what? Yeah, there's a couple, there's a couple reasons. It's the fear of becoming drunk. I think I'm going to turn into the Hulk if I do. <laughs> you probably will. Uh, yeah. Um, At least you think you will, but you won't have the strength. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll lift like a piece of paper and, <laughs> and then, um, I'm, I've always been on some kind of medication, so I shouldn't be drinking. Oh, so that kind of, that kind of scares me. Okay. Um, and I've never really seen any benefit to it. I've never seen it. Why, why would you do it? Um, I've been to, you know, I've been to tons of, you know, jungle cruise parties and parties with friends and everyone's, everyone's drinking. And I go to Vegas with my friends all the time and they all drink. I don't have a problem with being around them. Um, but I just don't see, I don't have any real interest in doing it. So I've never been hung over. I've never been drunk. I've never even been buzzed. Um, really? The most I've had is maybe two or three drinks in a day. Oh. So I just, I, I don't, I don't have any drunk stories. I don't have any hey, stories like that. Good for you, that. man. You're not missing out. <laughs> That's what I always think is yeah. like, yeah, it's cool to tell a story, but I mean, if you and typically the story you're telling is the story that everybody told you because you don't remember exactly what you don't even know. I, I can do anything sober that I could do. You know, I karaoke and yeah, you know, I don't need any. I don't need any booze. That that night that I got that hammered, I do remember. I believe I crawled underneath my pool table in the garage because we had a whole bunch of people over, <laughs> and I acted like the pool table was a car. And when I got oh. under there, I was like, well, that's the problem. There's no engine. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just started sticking my hand up in the pool table. There's your problem. <laughs> this is a pool table. Out. They're like, dude, get out from under there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Ruby. Oh, he's under the pool table again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know him. Yeah, you know, I, I now I don't really drink that much. Um, I'll have a drink here and there occasionally um, just because I had more cons than pros. And I think yeah. when you realize that there's more cons than pros, then you probably need to cut back a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's like everything in life. There's a, Oh, Adam uploaded. He just Adam's showing just us a picture. Up. Zoom in. Yeah. I'll have to send it to you. Oh, okay. We were outside. She just randomly jumped in. We said it was uh, a party photo bomb yeah she photo bombed that's all it was it was a photo i do bomb. remember okay. <laughs> we can, uh, i think she was walking by and i just said hey why don't you just get in there we'll take a photo and she just laughed and she did <laughs> i got two photos from that night <laughs> i do remember that Rui, Rui's licking my ear is that a midori photo. sour something green in it your hand be. i don't i don't remember too much but i'm going to uh I'm going to send those to you and put those, we can put those up, uh, you know, just to embarrass us. I think when you bought that drink, it came with a free tampon. It did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still wearing it, which is probably not good. (laughs) Why is there, um, there seems to be like, uh, why does that exist? The stigma of you're, you're still drinking alcohol, but it's not the right kind of alcohol. You know what I mean? It's that old, it's that old famous uh, Rolling Stones song, you know, where he says, he can never be a man because he doesn't smoke the same cigarettes as me. Mm. You know the song? Satisfaction. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of like if I, if I shot myself in the face with a gun, someone would say, oh, it wasn't a magnum, so it didn't hurt that much. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's the same. What, what do you 
there's always someone trying to one up. Yeah, you know, it's a valid point. I know that sometimes just a guy I, thing. I think it's just a guy thing, and it is really idiotic. It's stupid. It's immature because when it's all said and done, alcohol is alcohol, right? What right. Doesn't matter if it tastes right. fruity, not right. fruity. I, I mean, but I, we're we're not really take like it down that. easy. Yeah. <laughs> be right. the best but, thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> you want cosmopolitan? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you want more of it, you know, then you can drink it more. I like them. I like. I like it would be. It would be like someone saying, um, "Like, what if they're a true alcoholic?" And they only drink, um, you know, like, yeah, Midori sour mix. They don't even put it in anything. They just drink it straight, <laughs> you know, that, that syrupy thing. You would be like, that person's an alcoholic, but you wouldn't go like, oh, I don't, I don't know if he's a true alcoholic because, you know, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't matter point. at that point. Yeah, he's not drinking the hard stuff, so it's exactly, all good. Exactly. Like, it's even worse for him because it's yeah. sugar at yeah. the same time. He's getting a sugar high and he's getting yeah. alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> all, all Joey drinks is Shirley Temples. That is just a. Oh, man. You know, here, funny story. One time when I was in LA with my sister, they were at a restaurant. They brought me along. And I, I told the guy, I said, What would you like to drink? And I said, Oh, let me just get a Shirley Temple. Because at that point, I was just loving cherry. And yeah. I wanted like, everything. And the guy looked at me. He goes, Are you sure? You sure you don't <laughs> want a Roy Rogers? And I was like, what's that? And he's like, cherry Coke. Right. And I was like, but I don't understand. I, I want to seven up and I want cherry. So, but it was that stigma, like, bro, you oh. a drink that literally has a girl's name in it. Yeah, oh, not order the one that has the guy's name in it. Uh-huh. And like, I don't, yeah, I remember I don't get that. It. Like it's, it's yesterday. So stupid. Why? Just give me the damn drink. Bobby. Exactly. Yeah. I, if I want to call it, um, pussy willow surprise let me order that you know <laughs> next movie joey's making yeah <laughs> did you know the um shirley temple used to just um used to have orange juice in it it was orange juice grenadine seven up and amazing shirley temple um the, the little girl she ordered that drink um at this famous hotel in Hawaii called the um, Hawaiian, uh, I don't know, I can't think of the name right Hawaiian now. Hotel. It's an old, old in hotel on, um, <laughs> on Honolulu. God, I can't Maui? remember. My brain Just is. Start naming all the Hawaiian. Yeah, every island. Um, <laughs> and I think she, because she was always hanging out with grownups, so she wanted to have something like a bar drink. And so she, they made that for her and it's called it that. That's kind of like the Arnold Palmer yes. where he was on a golf course and they were sitting, he was having lunch and he said, Hey, can I get a, an iced tea with half lemonade? And a lady overheard it and she goes, Hey, I'll have an Arnold Palmer. She <laughs> overheard it. And she goes, I like that drink. That oh, sounds that's pretty cool. good. Let me get that. That's cool. And so that's how it stuck. Uh-huh. Interesting. Or and so they say. Well, you never know. Yeah. So All right. Let's, let's gear this in a different direction. So we obviously shot out some of these. Uh, we had uh, last episodes or a few episodes ago, we talked about like some of our, some like lightning round questions that we did. Yep. But um, I want to talk about what kind of music you listened to when you were a teenager and then to now. So we're we're gonna just say from 
I don't know, 13 to 20. And then from, and then your current age, do you still listen to the same or are you in a different genre or something like that? I get what you mean. Um, have you evolved? I'll, I'll start. Okay, go. I have not evolved. I listen to the same stuff that I listened to when I was a teen and in high school and college. I repeat the same stuff on whenever I download music. It's always the same things. Um, mm-hmm. I listen to the same songs and the same bands that I like. I rarely give new ones a chance. Um, mm-hmm. I love the same stuff. And um, so high school um, and all the way through college was They Might Be Giants, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. favorite band. And um, I loved Eminem and rap music. Okay. Pink Floyd, okay. Michael Jackson, Weird Al Yankovic, and lots of 90s alternative, Smashing Pumpkins, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, um, S- uh, Stone, Stone Temple Pilots. And then, um, of course, there are some random weird things thrown in there. I like One Hit Wonders. Um, now, Joey, were you ever into ska? Um, not really. I, I like it. I love uh-huh. No Doubt. They're they're mm-hmm. amazing, and I've been to a couple. I've seen the specials. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, I really like a couple songs by Mighty Mighty Boss Tones and um, Save Ferris. But oh, I, w- I never really was like a a, a ska kid. Okay, um, okay. I was more of a. Uh, I wasn't really a raver either. There, there was like a swing revival during my high school too. Remember yes, that, like Cherry Pop and Daddies and all that, riot, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, <laughs> and then, but I, I, it's really hard to describe because there's so many. It's not like I listen to one thing, right? Over got, and it, over. got it, got it, got it. Um, and so then you would say your music pattern has not changed or evolved. No, it has, it has not changed. I've, I've added a few songs here and there, but I still listen to the same thing that I listened to when I was 11 years old. Okay, okay. Adam, would you say the same? Um it it mostly <clears throat> mostly stayed the same. When I grew I think it's when I when I started growing up and actually listening to my own music. Um it it'll be that uh punk rock. Wait, pop, wait, wait. Pop was punk. there was there music issue to you? <laughs> <laughs> they were issue to me, yes. <laughs> this is all you can listen to. Nothing. Right. This, this is all One you get. Album. This is all you get. Until you're 13. Then when you're 13, we'll let you go pick. <laughs> we'll let you let you pick what you want. No, it's like it goes along with the book one eighty two. I liked a lot of obviously a lot of that. Offspring, Green Day, Unwritten Law. Um, my music taste has has evolved in the sense that I'll take on more bands. Like I really really love the Interrupters, mm-hmm. um, which I never did before, and they came out in two thousand eleven. Yeah, they got it. They got a real rancid sound to them. I like them. Yeah, so I will take on some new music, but it's it's from that like California pop punk era, like you know that I really really like. So Rancid's good. I like that. Um, Anti Flag. I can listen to Anti Flag. Um, I'm not a punk rocker. Oh, System of Down's really good too. Yeah, I'm not a punk rocker. I don't wear like, like that studded jean vest, you know. Um, uh, cor- uh, and then um, I don't have ripped jeans and and spike my hair or mohawk my hair, you know. But I like the music. <laughs> Not everybody does it. Not everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and I like Panic at the Disco, Rui. Still. Shut up. Look, <laughs> when they first came out, it was different 
It, I had never heard anything like it. So, and I had saw them when they were opening for like bands. So, but now they're different. So I'm not a big fan yeah. of them, but back when I was a kid, yeah. I mean, I went to the Nintendo tour and they, literally they were the first band that came out to like get people going. And they, I still remember it. They came out dressed up as, um, Clockwork Orange. So they were oh, all yeah. wearing oh, uh, white. Yep. And they're with their eyelashes on one eye. Just the only thing he needed was a glass of milk to complete yeah. the whole image. <laughs> um, but growing up, I would say I was skate punk, a little bit of pop punk because it was on radio. Um, I definitely listened to hard punk. Like um, I followed TSOL, Minor Threat, The Addicts. Um, so I had those influences. Uh, it also had to do with girls I was dating too that were kind of like showing me other bands too while I was showing them other bands. Um, I and did showing them other things too. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I would say because I have a lot of friends who played trumpet and trombone, I was into ska because of them. Yeah. And I really love ska, Real Big Fish, uh, Squirrel Nut. Squirrel Nut Zipper. Oh, yeah. Um, St. Ferris. Some of the ones you already named. Um, so I, I enjoyed all the Aquabats, Travis Barker's first band. Yeah. Um, That's right. Travis then, Barker was in the Aquabats? Yeah. Yeah. The, you, the guy from Blink 182? Correct. Yeah. The drummer? The, the drummer. He was in the Aquabats. Yep. That like, was the first band. The goat of all drummers, dude. That guy is. Wow. I didn't know that. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. A little trivia for you. There you go, man. Um, so I went from, I would say, more of a skate punk to hardcore punk to then now I would say currently I listen to, I still listen to those things because I like to reminisce. Um, I did also listen to like Screamo, um, some emo music. Uh, but then I have now evolved. Like you'd be really shocked. I'm a big country guy. Yeah, yeah, that's something I don't I don't see you as. Um, yeah, and you know what it has to do with? It, you would think it ha it'll be like, oh, you love country because of the lyrics. I, I do love the lyrics. I can relate to some of the stuff, and I feel like it's got a lot of feeling and real real passion of situations and things that occur. But um, it has to do with music. It has to do with instruments. I feel like a lot of the stuff that's come now out now is it's either done in a studio where it's all digitalized and it's not yep. real instruments. And it, it breaks my heart that these, a lot of these kids out there, I'm not trying to say that I'm old, but I understand you can do it all on a computer, Yep. but you do know that there's the authentic sound that is way more powerful than just yeah. being able to say, I pushed a button or I right. pushed like, I know I can go on the computer and tap on the keys and make the notes and, kind of make the music but it's so much better to go out there and just learn to make music like yeah my biggest regret that my mom wanted me to push or pushed me to do was learn piano and i said no i don't want to learn piano i <laughs> wish i had because that instrument leads you to all the rest exactly. if you can play piano you can play other instruments at least yep. you can pick it up a lot quicker yeah it translates well into mm -hmm. that there's mm -hmm. this great yeah there's a great documentary um about Muscle Shoals, the um, recording studio in Alabama where a lot of music came out of and how they had to cope with the digital age changing 
um, the entire idea of um, editing music and making music. Uh, there's also a documentary called Studio City um, mm. where they recorded a whole bunch of stuff, but where Nirvana recorded their you know first album. Um, and just talking about the process of making music, doing it the quote-unquote old-fashioned way yeah. where you you have to get it right. Um, and you have, oh, have you guys seen the documentary The Wrecking Crew? Mm -mm. That's a really, no. really good music documentary. It's about a group of musicians that were studio mus musicians that would record for famous acts. So, for example, um, if Cher wanted to record an album, she would use them as the, the band and they would to record the album because they were really good. Mm -hmm. um, so then other people started using them. So the Beach Boys, you know, Brian Wilson would come in and use them to record instead of his own members because they were much oh. better. And they became like this crew that were used in a bunch of albums that we don't even know their names, but they're the, they're the band playing on all these famous songs. Wow. Um, really, really good. I didn't know that. Yeah, I love I love music in general. I'm a huge um, music fan. I love to um, uh, learn about, I, but I but I'm very stuck in old stuff. I don't oh, trust yeah. anything new, so I'm very opposed to anything new until I really get it, find it naturally, or find it organically within something mm -hmm. else. Um, so I I would rather I would rather look into how for example like how a queen album was put together or how did this group what what is this song about what do the lyrics mean um that kind of stuff interests me um but I, for some reason i'm really when someone says like hey you should check out this band You're i hesitate i never or will. you don't even will uh, right. right i never will you know do you guys know who jack black is yeah definitely who uh, yeah so he restored a recording booth, a vinyl recording booth. And it is, you can find it on like, I think it was Conan or was it? Is Conan? that where he's playing that plastic saxophone? No, no, no. That's, <laughs> no, no, not, oh, wait. That's Jack, Jack White. White. Oh, Jack sorry. White from the White Stripes. Yes, okay. I'm so sorry. Jack White. <laughs> well, Jack Black's he, also in a band, so that's okay. Yeah. He is Tenacious D, but no, yeah. no, no, sorry. Jack, Jack White. Jack Black, Jack White is one of the greatest. He's oh. a really underrated Yes. Um, guitarist. He and um, he's genius. He's, he's so, so passionate. Good. He restored this recording booth that um it was a vinyl recording booth. So you couldn't get a record label, right? What you would do is you would go to this recording booth, put in 25 cents, get inside, it would turn on the light, and you'd start performing. There's a microphone, you play your guitar in there, your acoustic guitar, and sing, and then it would turn off, and that was the end. And you'd wait there, and it would drop a record, and that was your song. <laughs> it would press It would press a vinyl it would, for you? It, it did everything right Damn. there. That's amazing. And, and I, you got to look it up. I mean, okay. you may not care about the music, but... I. I I care about the fact that, that that was how it was made. And I'm a big vinyl guy. I love vinyls. Do I have a big collection? No, but I wish I did. Yeah, of course. I love the sound. I, I instill it in my daughter. We sit down. I'll pop on a record. We'll listen to some music. Um, I, I want her to understand all avenues of music, how to listen to it in so many different ways. Right. So we don't forget about how music was done. I right. mean, if it's from vinyls to eight tracks, to yep, cassettes. Like, like, I want to take her through the whole thing. CDs, it's, I mean, that's yeah, where... Yeah, well, as soon as you tell that's... someone, like, oh, just, just to remind you, 
uh, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen was was recorded on tape, mm-hmm. like no computers involved at all. They stretched tape and spliced it together to make <laughs> that song. As, as soon as you understand that, you go, holy crap, I can't believe that that worked. Um, it, it is just so creative. I, I think it was... Yeah, you have to rage to do that. It was either Rage Against the Machine or um, who they was it Audio Slave they turned into after when uh, Zach left Rage Against the Machine. Uh Um, The guitarist pull he's performing live on stage, and he pulls his input cord from his guitar out, and he starts tapping the wires, and it did this weird feedback of the chords. And it was a sound I had never heard, and it blew my mind. I <laughs> yep. thought, you know, that if I whip this out and I push this effects pedal and I keep mm. moving it, it does this sound. And yep. it was, I was so envious. I remember grabbing yeah. my guitar and being like, how did he do that? <laughs> how, and tapping the strings and everything. And <laughs> well, then asked yeah. my guitar teacher, how did he do that? And he goes, he's probably using an effects pedal and pushing. Uh, well, like, people can't even recreate the same kind of sounds. Like, for example, um, the Beatles, um, the be- the beginning chord of a hard day's night is this weird like, Bruh! and yeah. people have tried to recreate that sound, and you'll ne- you never can because you have to have the room they were in, mm-hmm. the 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 seat he was sitting on, the the guitar that he had, the same chord, the same amp it had to be tuned at that exact exact. Right you're never gonna get that again. Even like uh, Kurt Cobain, uh, Nirvana, he would he would make sounds on his guitar. Because he wasn't classically trained. So mm. the way he was playing, he was pushing the chords differently. His fingers were in the, uh, the wrong place, basically. And it, would, <laughs> it made a certain sound that now is associated with, a, with that sound, that Nirvana yeah. sound. And you can't, that doesn't, that, you can't read that in a book, how to do that. You have to no. be a genius. And you have mm-hmm. to be willing to take those kind of chances um, and live in that world of, you know, I think some people just have either a music brain, an art brain, uh, a writing brain, you know, they just had to have the imagination developed in a certain way tuned to a certain thing. So like your imagination of creativity in music, your imagination and creativity of art, your create imagination of writing books, like how you like even poetry. Um, When I was in high school, I loved writing poetry, but I liked having, a story that told something, but then there was also an underlining story that told something different if you read into it even more. Yeah, and that's really difficult to do because I, I write as well, um, and I suck at that. I'm really good at just like simple dialogue. Let's just get to the joke really quickly. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. suck at like trying to develop a character gradually and putting nuances in it and um, having a having a subtext to it. That's that stuff to me is I'm envious of when people can do that and they can just translate what's happening into their brain and put it on a piece of paper, um, which is difficult. It's, I mean, anyone can just think of a fun story, mm-hmm. but put it down on a piece of paper and see how friggin hard it is to right. make it come out good. Um, exactly like how you could say it. it. You exactly. know what I mean? Like because you could say a story, but then if you write it down. It's it's just not the same. Yep. Like uh, sometimes when I write emails, people always tell me you write emails in a certain way that every time I read it, I feel like you're talking to me like in my head. That's Everyone good. has told That's me that. Really like, good. 
you're not just, writing just, it yeah. grammatically <laughs> and, and appropriate. Like you're not putting periods and commas <laughs> in certain spots, but it's the way you write it is the way you're talking. That's something you can't learn because that you're writing in your voice. Correct. Which is mm-hmm. really hard to, to get someone to do like, um, but we all do it naturally. Like if I write, um, a message to Adam, if I text him, he knows kind of how I'm, how I would talk mm-hmm. and he right. knows yeah. coming from me. Uh, but that's really hard to do to strangers to immediately get them to know, um, what am I, what am I saying here? And they immediately connect to you and they understand, okay, now I get it. This, this is how he, this is how he writes. That's why I don't like texting because texting <laughs> lots of times I have already kind of, um, yeah, I know what you mean. It's the equivalent of. <laughs> I already have a personality that's very blunt. Right, right, so right. And a text it's message. Yeah, yeah. People it, always interpret it as something mean, like, oh, well, he it, must be upset. But I'm absolutely yeah. not. Because yeah. like, how dick. I speak and that's how I write that people are like, is he upset? And then, like, people sometimes just call me and be like, hey, did I upset you? And I'll be oh like, no. And they'll be like, oh, because your text message. Oh, dude, don't read into it like that. When it comes from me, don't read into it like that. I will say, you know what? I'm not happy about this. This is why. Like, I'll be very blunt when I'm there. Because there's no no room for explaining. There's no, that's not a, that's not a medium for that. Um, You know, that's, that's one thing that um, when an older generation texts you, you can tell because they, uh, like when your mom texts you, I can tell because she's writing how she would write a letter. Mm-hmm. And when we text, um, it's even more boiled down. And then when you text Rui, it's even more boiled down <laughs> because you're you want just just the basic information out there. That's the yes. point of the text. Um, I don't want to overthink it. I just want you to know the main points yeah. and just take that. Don't read into it. Don't do anything more than read the words and know that. That's the only message I need to send out. There's no, no emotion. emotion. There's yeah. nothing other than here's the information you need. Assess from here. Exactly. Exactly. I think we covered a lot of good topics today. We did. Yeah, the conspiracy really one was great. I know. I feel like we should re- we should do that one next. Maybe like another guys. Write us on Instagram. Write us on Facebook, Twitter. Do you guys want a full conspiracy episode um, or a or full ghost ghosts. episode? Yeah are aliens you tell us what the conspiracy theories you'd like shoot us a couple if we like it we'll talk about it. if we don't we have a filing cabinet also aka known as the trash we'll put it there <laughs> yeah right but, next to Rui's monsters monster and, uh, <laughs> the audience will never know if we threw theirs away or not <laughs> they because won't, won't. what if unless two, somebody yeah. is really obnoxious and i feel like i have to go on Instagram and say, hey, somebody wrote this topic. I just want to show you what I do with it, and I'll crumble it up and put it in the trash. Because you'll know Rui's the kind of person who would do that. Adam Adam won't, because he's he's too shy. I'm too shy and too... There's another word for it. You don't want them to dislike you, even though you don't know them. That's right. That's 100% (laughs) right. You're not going to create, yeah, a confrontation. Please like me, everybody. I think you will be the most liked out of this. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, make sure you go to anchor.fm slash jar talk, and there you can find all of our links. You can message, message us there. 
um, and you can click on any of the things that you use, iTunes, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, Google Music, um, any of those options. And then so we have a we have a uh, Instagram, a Facebook, a Twitter. You can email us jartalk.podcast at uh, gmail.com. Um, we're going to do again every Monday. You'll have a new episode.